going on and we're and we're live are we live it says that we're live hello welcome to pillage overload <laughs> we're live it says they're waiting for parlay who's waiting or do we have waiters i mean people waiting. <laughs> do they call waiters or service service assistance <laughs> Uh, do we have service assistance waiting on us? Come sit with me, honey. I'm trying to make sure we are actually right. live. Cool. That would be good to know. That is something you know I normally would like to check before I sit my ass down. But you know. So anyway, we are making sure our, all our technology is up and running and. Which it sounds like it is. And bingo, was his name? Oh, I don't know whose name you're referring to, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Jesse. Uh, McChuggers. I forgot what we named him. Chuggy McChuggerson. I don't know. It's going to change every week. So why it's, don't we just accept the fact? <coughs> it, it's it's Chug- We can just call him, call him whatever we want. Chuggy McChuggerson. Hello. Yeah, it works. We were just, I, I want, I'm not going to sit my ass down until I know the volume is it working? And we're all good. And we're all good. So and, and Chuggy McChuggerson has his bottle of cruise on. <laughs> cruise on, which chugging. was a challenge to get this week. I guess we'll jump right into the hashtag drink more rum. because uh, <laughs> I freaking need it after today. It's we got a, it's been a, a good amount week. of it up here right now. Um, so last week <laughs> we drew this drink, and if you guys remember, it's called Caribbean Iced Tea. I'm going to call this Caribbean Ice Water. Yeah. Because that does that not look, look like, like tea. tea. It, it, looks it like says water. he's white rum. Why would you? You can't make it look like tea if you're using white rum. It says light rum, but we don't have light rum. Light rum is white rum if you go reading it. It's just whatever. So light rum, citrus rum, mango rum, gin, vodka. Funny yeah. story is we got Figure that one out. <laughs> we got cruising, and by the way, we are no, we are not, um, we are not supposed people of cruising. It just yeah. happens to be that what we got. They're not sponsoring. They're us. not sponsoring us. Even we're not it. We're not encouraging. They're wrong. A two, a, a, fifth a good of amount a, of a, a, a quarter. Just go with anyway, that. all right, we'll go with that. So, but the citrus and the mango. Fun story isn't anywhere around where we live yeah. on Southside. We had to hunt for that stuff. And it's funny where you when you were like, "Oh yeah, it's here." Well, I happen to have to go up to the city today because of a work event, which is why that's a story in itself. Why I was running around and um, get my feet up here so I don't. Thanks. Bug you. I just you, your knee feels so great in my thigh. Mm. Um, but. Hello, Michael. Hello, Mitty. So the so I happened to be up there for a work event, and I swung in, and I got the rum we needed, and we had no issues with getting the citrus and the mango, but gin. We're not 007 here. Yeah, shaking, not stirred. We don't drink. We gin. don't drink gin. So I got the little um little guys. I got two little bottles of well, it. We went airplane mode. We went airplane mode. <laughs> um, because it's only a half ounce of gin in these, and it was one and a half ounces in those bottles. So if we get another drink in the box, the, the book, 
Vern, Which, hey, are we drawing that first or are we drinking first? No, we're going to drink first. Do we, we normally drink first, don't Let's we? Let's drink first. So this is Caribbean iced tea, which we are going to Or Caribbean, rename. whichever we want to say. We're calling it water. So Caribbean I'm, I'm water. scared. I'm really Crystal scared. Crystal clear. I'm scared to try this. Oh, oh, that's uh, wow, it's got like an earthy flavor to I it. I think too, it's the gin, yeah, it's the gin. Um, yep, yep. and we brought <laughs> provisions as a backup, as a backup. And again, we are not sponsors of Michael Bublé, but we do have coconut pineapple Bublé because we're in that we are going to need this. Uh, this is three it's, ounces of alcohol, so it's not horrible. But it definitely isn't a drink I would be like, oh, oh yeah, I'm go. getting that next yeah, time I go to the bar. Yeah, go into the store and the bar. Well, if you want to get mm -mm, right away. It doesn't taste like tea. I can tell you that. No. Looks like pure water or pure rubbing alcohol. I think pure rubbing alcohol is it probably. It tastes more like rubbing alcohol. I think it's it probably a like really water. good um, moonshine. some of this too would probably help. Speed drunk drink. Yeah. Oh, it, oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a whole lot of alcohol on this drink. That's better. Whew, it's still got a bit yeah, of a bite to it. Out of it a little bit. But it tastes more like water now. Let me see like the bubbly. The I'm going to add a little bit more. So, yeah. Um, you might as well just dump the whole thing in there so it doesn't fizz out by the end of the show. Uh, I like this stuff. It's good uh, if I'm wanting a little bit of carbonation. It's funny as you get older yeah. and bitter. Gives you carbonation yeah. and a little bit of. Coconut, coconut pineapple, pineapple on that one. So, so. yeah, <laughs> pure purified water. It honestly has like no taste now. Good. <laughs> so anyway, okay. That, so that we'll fun. watch that go through the rest of the night. Not, I'm not really. I'm gonna be sipping that. Like I'm on the fence on this one. I'm not gonna really recommend it, bitter. but it's not horrible. So, out of the drinks we've had so far this week, pirate beverage to imbibe before the raid, you need liquid courage. This is a liquid courage drink. So far, I think uh, the banana daiquiri was good. The bushwhacker drink, I think, so far is my favorite that yeah. we've had. That was a really good that drink. That was a good one. Um, we're going to have to rate these. Uh, but when we finish the season, so we, the should we give it a number? Like one to 10? Mm. 10 being best, one being Well, shitty. I was thinking maybe at the end of the season, we go look at the 10 drinks and we rank them. Well, let's rank it to nine. So we have. We can it replay and record. remember. <laughs> yeah. We need to put this so on, it record on record for tonight. I give it a five. I would, yeah. I would not. I don't think I would ever ask for this again. And the only thing that's making it good for me to have more is the uh, seltzer yeah. water. Because. A five is good because, like I said, I was on the fence about it. So uh, that's kind of half and a half. So five is good Good for me. Yeah, adding the uh, buble. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, and it's half ounce of each of the liquors in there. And mm, mm -hmm -hmm. I actually thought the like the you put the citrus and the mango, and the mango really you isn't think there would be anything in now. there. They said serve with a lemon the, lemon the gin, slice. Like, overtakes everything. I else. definitely think it's the gin that's just completely annihilating. It makes it, it taste like 
earthy. Um, uh, well, there's a reason why we don't drink gin. Right. You got one? <laughs> what? Bahama Mama. Is it really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, this might be the I know we're going to like that drink. <laughs> That's going to be Hopefully they'll have uh, some crazy version in there of it. But um, Rum, pineapple juice, cherry brandy, orange juice, which we do have, and powdered sugar. What? Okay, that's different. Yeah. Powdered sugar. Okay. I've never heard of Bahama Mama with powdered Interesting. sugar. Interesting. I want Angel's Hell. That's a drink over it's here. It's going to be a sweet It drink. is. Um, thankfully, we got our uh, alternative sugar. Do we still have that cherry stuff from the other drink that we made? Cherry. you just talking about cherries? Yeah. No, the gym we use like cherry juice for something. Cherry else. juice. Yeah, from cherries. Yeah. This is cherry brandy. Oh. That brand. We, Wait. Yeah. Wait, we can, want you to try a brandy. Uh, I bet we're you, not gonna find, yeah, we'll have to find a good we're, substitute. We off, got brandy, yeah, but <laughs> we'll put a little bit of cherry juice in with brandy, we'll call it good. Right, and the only reason why we have brandy in this house is because I cook with it. So, because I know most of you are like, but but lashing, you don't like whiskey and brandy and all those things. You're right, I don't. It's one of the only things that's allowed in we'll the have house. To make, we'll make our own. How about we'll make that? Our own. We'll make our own. We'll do that. Oh, we got the cups up here, too. Ah, you I'm, want to talk about those? Oh, yeah. These are cool. What, so, do we want, what, what do we do? Well, we want to well, last weekend. The microphone, I think, is blocking the ones Just in the middle. Grab one. I'll take one out. Take one out. I'll take Jack Rackham. Take out. Jack Rackham. Is that what caught so our attention? So we found these really cool mugs. They're ceramic. At an antique store We're in the area. Loosely. Yeah, it's a very loose term for <laughs> this place. Um, but yeah, there was a set of four. four of them. And what's really cool is they had some like... Shepard England. They got yeah, Henry Avery. They didn't have like... And the, Emmanuel Wynn. Who the hell put, who does they that? They didn't have the standard pirate flags except on. Rackham. Had, Rackham yeah, except Rackham. Except for Rackham. Like all the rest of them were like the cool pirates. So this is our new. Uh, this will be the new vessel for the, the hot buttered rum. There's some. They're like coffee mugs. Sturdy, heavy duty ceramic mugs. They're, they're the nice. they're hot buttered rum mugs moving forward. Yeah, that's what oh, I like about them. So we got that. Cool mugs. And we got a couple of parrots. One of which is on yeah, set tonight. Yeah, we changed. We changed the set around. Did do you see it? Do you see? Do you see it? Tell, you see tell it, us where it? it's at. I just gave mm -hmm. it. I gave him to give away to what it is. It's a parrot. But we got two. Only one's on site. Yeah. On set. On site. Set. On site. Same it's thing. on site. <laughs> Same diff. I work construction way Ooh. too much. Don't break anything. No. All right. So, um, yeah. Bro, <laughs> uh, this is kind of underwhelming. I'm really kind of bummed about it. Yeah, I got it. Okay. Uh, so, Cedar Key is in two weeks. That's... Three weeks. Three weeks. Sorry. No, two weeks. Three weeks. Two weeks. What day is today? It's in two weeks. We're driving it's the 19th. down. Yeah, it's we're in driving two weeks. down in two weeks. Two weeks. So we're going to Cedar Key in two weeks for the pirate invasion. We're meeting up with our crewmate, uh, David Bane, and we are doing our black power demonstration. We're going to do a little bit of uh, talking about living history. La Ballast is going to do his flags. I'll probably have some clothing, cockades, kids' vests to show the 
18th century style of the clothing. <clears throat> One thing we are doing this year, and we talked about last week, there's actually two giveaways. Um, one is the raffle for Cedar Key. Um, Dan Hart, who's also an order member, re uh, reached out to a bunch of people to get a treasure chest full of cool stuff. I think last year it was worth over $300, everything that was in the chest. And the chest itself is hand-built by George Smith, Smith, who we've done a couple of flags for. But that's all hand-built, so it's a really cool, it's a good, decent-sized thing. So it's a big raffle that goes in there. And this year, Dan had asked if we want to donate anything. So our blood bottle, our ship battle blood bottle, um, was sent to Dan, and Dan's making a cool leather uh holster for it and the other thing is and i just got this in because i requested a sample that before i did the donation is a 20 ounce tumbler awesome with the parlay tavern sign and i got them in and i love it it looks yeah. great it's going to go it's i'll put fantastic. them on the website tomorrow with the rest of our new merch that's going to be hitting the website uh it's stainless steel it comes with a metal straw a clear cap and the logo, our tavern sign is embossed on it. It embossed or I don't know, relief. Yeah, it's kind of a relief. But it's the other way, <laughs> it sticks up a little bit. But it, the, but it's <clears throat> it's glossy and it looks it looks really good. It's got. Um, I had taken the time to redo all of our logos. So when we had gotten them, they were on the small. So I went in and increased the detail, and especially on the Parley Eight Tavern sign. The rope, which you might not pay too much attention to, I actually went in and redetailed the texture of the rope and the coloring to make it look the way it does. So they look they look outstanding. I'm very excited by them. So yeah. uh, this is like I said, I got the sample one. I want to make sure it was good, but this is also going to go as uh, into the gift box for Cedar Key for them to raise money. They're doing that to help build a historical building down there, and also the other money is going to help. Um, restore after what was the hurricane that just hit them or the tropical storm it was before ophelia shit i don't remember the storm that hit them um before ophelia uh did some damage but they're coming back like i said we're coming back so this will be in that box and then don't forget uh what's the status of the custom christmas ornaments I am going to be putting up a pre-order link um, probably when I get back from Detroit. So next Friday. And we'll put... Have yeah, that. she's going to be out of town next week. So It's going to be just little me all by myself at home. Which is why we're not live next week. Yeah. Um, but I'll do a pre-order and I'll have that pre-order open for a little bit. So I'm not overwhelming myself. And like I said, we'll, all pre-orders will be shipped on Black Flag Friday. Black Flag uh, Friday. Black Flag Friday, not Black. Yeah, Black Friday. That's black our flag. version of Black Friday. So, yes, that's coming um, for the pre-sale on there. And uh, the pre-sale, at least with those who are in the newsletter, can tell me who they want for their ornament set. I think on the website I might have it more direct to um, certain sets. So, um, yeah, I'm excited about doing those again this year. They're always fun, and I definitely like to do them by order. So, obviously, it's Christmas stuff. I, I don't like stuff sitting around like that during the year. So, <laughs> yes, we need, yeah, Christmas stuff like that's sitting around. We don't have room to keep inventory all over the joint. 
we're, we're trying to get more inventory up there. It's uh, the fancy haversacks. I just did five more, and I'm going to be uh, dropping gonna dropping a new set. Another shed in the backyard? We just got another one this past spring for all the garden stuff, so we can use that one for storage. Anyway. <laughs> so, but make a spot in there for some Parley 8 storage. Well, like I was thought we were talking last week. The intent is we're trying to get more stuff on the store, uh, obviously, because that's what Parlay Eight started as. Is we are an online shop with hand making, and this kind of came from other circumstances. So I got there's this uh, fancy haversacks coming up um, tomorrow at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. They'll be available. They're three dollars plus shipping. I believe shipping is eight dollars. And they're all fancy fabrics. I even have a limited edition Halloween one, which is what I was showing you guys last hey. week. Hey, they're cool. Um, so that's coming up, and then next Friday, like I want, I want to try to get stuff up there every Friday to keep you guys excited about coming out for that. I stuff. am going to be going to the store and getting some more wood, and I'm going to make some more burn signs. So stay tuned for that. Out of oak, those are going to be coming. These are this is going to be hard. <laughs> yeah, you might buy a go, nice piece of oak. You might have to go get some, some mio for this shit. Um, or that's going to start getting dumped into this. Yeah, do something like this. There you go. A little bit of add flavor. Some color. Add some color. Now it looks like tea. <laughs> Pink lemonade. It's a help because it definitely it does, doesn't actually. look like it helps. It does, actually. Uh, but this is going to be a drop ship item. Like I said, most of our Parley uh, logo stuff is drop shipped. Um, we're looking at maybe getting some stuff that we can ship out and do ourselves. But that's yeah. kind of So I'm working on a road. couple of flags right now. I've got one that I'm Dude, working on for a customer. I can't wait till really it's cool. done. Because once it's in the guy's hands, I am so posting it. Yeah. The detail cool. on this thing's insane. And even the next one I'm going to work on, if that turns out anything like what this one did it's gonna be awesome and so after i get done with that like i said i'm gonna be working on the signs cutting up some wood making some burn signs so stay tuned so jesse yes <laughs> jesse says curious about the cloak the haversack was hanging on maybe in tan brown to go with the viking tunic you want to tell them what that is <laughs> it's not exactly what you think it is jesse yeah jesse <laughs> that uh is actually um Halloween decoration that's out in the front yard. <laughs> Tell them uh, what it is. It's just a piece of canvas drop cloth thrown over the top of a skeleton and paint it with paint. Spray. I painted it with spray paint. What colors you said you used like three different colors on that thing? I actually two. I just spray painted black on it and uh, like a light, real light teal color to make it look. Uh, did you give up know. on the glow in the dark shit on those things? Yeah, I gave up on the. I I bought some glow in the dark paint. Jesse for says I'm sitting here laughing. <laughs> but you know, Wait, well, I'll, I'll. Hey, I'm you, glad my my Halloween decorations <laughs> turned out looking that cool. But me and you can work on a cloak uh, a cloak design stuff for that to make go with your tunic. You know, I can work with you on that. <laughs> Jesse, I'll send you idea. a I'll send you a picture of it all lit up because I got lights pointed at it at night, and I purposely painted it to like the light teal color because I have a blue light pointing at them, and they, they, cool. they look really cool. And we got so I'm going a little bit different this year, like I was saying last week with the Halloween decorations. It's not 
quite as much pirate themed. It's kind of more, I'm looking for like a ghost type of thing. So I'll, uh, I'll send you a picture about it. It looks really cool lit up at night. It, it is kind of funny. So the, and then um, we found these. Uh, we use Wise. So we have these um, outside to help with the lights come on and off. Uh, Ballast is huge on all the automation stuff. And we have a lot of that through the house. A lot of our, obviously, little lights for pillage overload. These two. These are the colored ones, right? Yes. Yeah. So we got Phillips Hughes. Phillips Hue and uh, Wise are two big These things. are the Wise bulbs yeah. that we use on the set, so I can color them any color I want. So um, we we suck at some technology, like this. In fact. Are you going to? Oh, yeah. Jesus. So next I'm week, tough. I'm out of town. Uh, we're not live, but we decided to do a special live Halloween show for you on Monday the 30th. We obviously didn't want to do it on Halloween because we all want to enjoy Halloween. So, um, yes, we'll have probably the fog machine. And, yes, Jesse, glitter is just as evil. Fuck glitter. I will just say that. <laughs> I didn't even realize it was the glue glitter. So, backstory, I'm starting to do some cockades for, I want to do, I'm, I hate the blue. Why are you going to make me blue? Do you want to be blue green? moon. Your favorite color? How about your favorite color? Why? Because I'm green with me. That so I, I can change your your own changing my colors and not yours. No, I'm changing mine too. I like blue, so I'll make mine blue. How about that? No, you're making me blue again. Oh. You've got them backwards. Oops. Yeah. Here's yours. I'll change it back to green. I want that. Make me look like violet. Violet, you're turning like blue like a blueberry. <laughs> So we're gonna go squeeze her out like a blueberry. <laughs> there we go. Uh, How about that? There. See, I can change the set lights right from my phone. How about that? Hey Bobo. Yeah, I hate when he does the set. So yeah, dark. we have everything in our house automated. We have a Google Home and we also have smart things, but we don't uh Smart Things is about to go away. Yeah. Smart Things is gonna die. But anyway, so that's Talk about 18th century shit and technology. That's we'll send you some pictures of it, Jesse, because it did come out pretty cool. I uh, we could do we'll send you that and we'll actually post it into our smoke and bacon space. Yeah, so we got there too. Um, so going back to what I was saying before you took that on a roller coaster, the 30th Halloween special will be here live 7:30 same time. Um, and same that is channel. that is. The last episode, we will be here in the set before we will be live November 3rd, 4th. That's fourth. Saturday fourth. at noon. November 4th November is Saturday. At Cedar Key for half an yes. hour. And keep in mind, Yee. it's going to be at noon. That's what so, you said. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just reiterating, reminding everyone it's going to be at noon. On Saturday, November 4th. And we'll do the giveaway for, and the second giveaway, which is no drawing or anything, you have to be subscribed to our newsletter because I'm going to print all the names from our newsletter subscribers, which we're almost at 200, which is pretty awesome. We're almost at 200 subscribers on our newsletter. And one of those happy winners will win the uh, treasure chest. And I will be putting that in the newsletter. And uh, also when I get back from, 
Detroit, what is mostly in the box. There's going to be some extra things popping up because when we are down at Cedar Key, yeah. we are going to do a little we're shopping. We're going to get some, we're going to do some shopping while we're there. You're Good. my boy, Blue. Yes. <laughs> Except it's you're my boy, Green. You're my girl, Green. Go, go Green, you're my, boy, Blue. Yeah, you're my girl, Green. <laughs> boy, Blue. Shut up. So that that is the uh, that is the epitome of season nine, hundred episodes this year. So shall we get into um, so our two shows? What this episodes. show is actually supposed to be about? <laughs> what is it supposed to be about? It's the pirates that we didn't know that we don't know who we're talking about, Unknown, and we're not, not yeah, sure. The pirates that know you else. don't know. I'm going to talk about them. I'm going to talk about. So why don't we just say the names and then we rock paper scissors? Who's talking first? Or are you just going to go first? You can go first. No, you go first. Oh, you want me to go I first? I want you to go first. So I am not prepared. So tonight, TSA. <laughs> you're not giving me that crap. As I said. Um, so my pirate, hold on, let me take a drink here. <coughs> Wet my whistle. Yeah, that's so awful. So I give it a four now. What we came up with is we are gonna do uh pirates, unknown pirates. Which we don't, we didn't know before. She this has, episode. <laughs> she has no idea who I'm gonna. Well, she knows who I'm gonna talk I know about. The name. She doesn't know anything about him. Same thing with my guy. Yeah. So my guy talking about my guy, my, my guy, guy. <laughs> and his name is back on track. Gene Bart. So if, the other um, black Bart. Yeah. So I normally we write out like a thing of uh, everything we're gonna week. talk about on the on our little board here, and we go through it. Cards but and... this guy doesn't have a whole lot of information on him. So what are you reading from first? I'm reading from this book, which we've shown before when we talked about books on our other episode about books. Well, we talk about well, a lot of our resources. It's a good So resource. my resource is coming from this one. It's called Pirates. It's like this big coffee table book. It's really a cool. A swashbuckling journey across the seven seas. By Marco Carini and Flora McCallum. I don't know why I did a whipping noise with that. It just I don't sound, know why it just you did it, but... It just sounded right. So... Um, there's not a whole lot of info, information, so I didn't even write out a uh, an outline. I'm just going to read it from directly from the book. Which What's is that to-do cool. list from? Is that old? It's old. Oh, geez. Yeah. We got notes everywhere. That's the problem. We got notes there, there, yeah. near, there. This was like an old episode where... An, an old outline. Is that a Between the Bulkhead episode? I don't know. Sorry, I'm scrolling. So... Oh, yeah, it was between both heads episode. I'll probably highlight a little bit, but there's a couple things I actually really want to talk about in here. So, Gene Bart was born in 1650, and he died in 1702. So, he's a he, first-round Golden Age pilot. Yeah, he was in the era of, like, Henry Avery and, and Morgan. And Morgan, yeah. Mm -hmm. He would have been around that time. Yeah, he would have so been the was, first part of the Golden Age piracy. Yeah, he... he he died in when the golden age of piracy was really just starting to kick in. Um, he Talk was born into uh, a seafarer's family. He was a fisherman. 
in a Flemish-speaking Dunkirk. We know Dunkirk. There was just a movie made about Dunkirk. Uh, it was on the coast of the English Channel. As I say, Dunkirk's in England, right? Yes. Okay. In those days, it was the center of smuggling and privateering. So in 1662, at the age of 12, he went to sea as a cabin boy on the Coast Guard vessel. And by the age of 16, Heard this, this guy, this, before. let me tell you something. Before I even start talking about this guy, Gene Bart was a badass. I told uh, you, he's he, the other Black Bart. But don't associate That's him with... That's all I know and about. I, and I'm going to tell Bart. you right now, he is probably more of a badass than Black, Black Bart, Bart actually Black was. Black Bart was a gentleman pirate. So. This guy wasn't... He did a lot of um, privateering and work in the military, but he was also uh, like... Just you just pay attention because this guy sounds was like in, it insane. like Alexander Selkirk to start. Yeah, he he's just a badass. <laughs> you keep saying that. Uh, well, listen to this shit. So, uh, at, in sixteen sixty two, at the age of twelve, he went to sea as a cabin boy on a coast guard vessel, and by the age of sixteen, mm -hmm. he had risen to become a leading officer. Serving in the Dutch Navy under Admiral Michael D. Reuter. It's spelled R-U-Y-T-E-R. So I'm Reuter. I'm going to go with Reuter. Keep talking. I'm going to grab my, my grill. Sorry. I'm just going to read this to you guys because it's a really interesting story. Um, he took part in the privateering expedition against England. Um, so he was born in England, but he was with the Dutch. And was a privateer with the Dutch and privateered against England. He found himself fighting the British once again in 1666 during the bloody Four Days Battle at Sea. In 1672, the French and English joined forces in declaring war against Holland. So, there you go. And Jean Bart returned to France. So... Keep that in mind. Remember France. France! Where, armed with the appropriate royal license, he took command of a privateer. By the time peace was declared in 1678, he had attacked and captured... Are you ready? Sure. 81 vessels. Holy shit. Yeah. And how old was he at that point? <laughs> Did they say? Like in 16, so it was 16, so 16, 7, 66 was when the war, he did the four days battle. Which is why I 1662 was when he was 16 and took. 62, he was no, 16. No, I'm sorry. That was when he was 12. So at 16. 62, if he was 12, 16. so 16 would be 66. 1666. Yes. Okay. So he would have been. Give me the year of the next 62 one. 62 to 66. Yeah. He would have been how old in 66? 16. 16. Which so we it, just said. In 72. 72 says additional six. So he's 22. So he's 22. This is when he's 22. The French and the English joined forces and declared war against Holland. And Jean Bart returned to France 
where he, he so he's 22 at this okay. time, armed with the appropriate royal license. He took command of a privateer. By that time, he, peace was declared in 1678. He had attacked and captured 81 vessels. So 1678. On the basis of this success, he was offered the opportunity okay. to serve as lieutenant in the French Navy, a privileged position otherwise available only to men of noble birth. So the French loved him so much, they made him a lieutenant in their Navy. So he's still at this point a non-pirate, though. Yes. <laughs> but it gets better. And what I reason why I grabbed my while you're real quick. The reason why I went and grabbed this, this, you know how you got the, the Holy Grail from um, Indiana Jones? Well, this is my pirate grail. I have all the goodies in here. And I wanted to grab because it was the wars that when you're talking about the Dutch. And you're talking about 1678 was peace. That mm -hmm. was the the third, third. Let me just reiterate that. The third Anglo-Dutch war was from 1672 to 1674. So I'm assuming what is that, that what it is. With England, because the Dutch, well, first off, England was fighting with everybody. What is wrong? So by this time, he was with the French. Right. Right. This is when they made him a lieutenant in the French Navy. Gotcha. A privileged position otherwise available only to men of noble birth. Right. So they thought the French loved him so much, yep. they made him a lieutenant right. in their Navy. Yes. 1688. When France once again declared war on Holland, Bart was given command. <laughs> so now he's in command of a fleet consisting of warships and privateers. A year later, 1689, he was taken prisoner by the English, who were now allied with Holland. He and 20 other sailors managed to escape from the English port of Plymouth in a stolen rowboat. After three days of rowing across the English Channel, they reached St. Malo on the coast of Brittany. So it's, this motherfucker was <laughs> escaped the English, rowed across the English Channel to Brittany. It just, the, the, you start talking about these guys here and what they did and just the time frame of it all. I mean, you think about what John Paul Jones did with going into, uh, what was it, York? Yorktown or, or was it Yorktown, New York, and um, put in stakes in the touch holes of the cannons so they couldn't fire them. So think about it now. He died in 1702. Mm -hmm. We're now up to 1690. So right? he's still, okay. He did all so this. That's 70, so 70s, he would have been in his 20s, 80s, would have been 30s, 90s, he's in his 40s. 40s. So in, in the 1690s, Math. he's in his 40s, right? He had been uh, ennobled by Louis the Fourteenth oh. as a reward for his services. Mm -hmm. So basically, they made him a noble. The French made him well, a noble. Well, you said if he could, he can't. The um, position of captain is only given the nobleman, so it makes sense that they would do that. They would finish. So after after he did this robo shit across the English Channel, <laughs> he's excited. <laughs> He got ennobled by Louis XIV as a reward for his services, managed to slip through the English blockade of the port of Dunkirk, captured, wait for it, 25 British merchant ships. 
Still not a pirate, though. Not a pirate at this point. And save France from starving, providing the country with food and provisions seized from the captured convoy. Jane Bart, who had meanwhile become a national hero, was promoted by the Sun King to command the entire fleet. Still so at this point, he's commanding the entire fucking French Navy. And he's still not a pirate. But wait. I'm, there's, I'm, but, but wait. wait there's, there's more. more. <laughs> I'm waiting. <clears throat> I'm waiting for the episode. So now, now, now he's in control of the entire French fleet. Breathe. He Breathe. meanwhile become a He's national hero. Excited. So this is 1697. The Treaty of Ridgeswick in 1697 marked the end of the hostilities between France, England, Holland, and Spain. Wait, 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 what, when, what, what year was that? 1697, according to this book. Nine Years' War. That's the other term for that was the Nine Years' War. Come to the dark side, Bart. <laughs> See? Glenn's, right? Glenn's like, where, where's the dark side? That That's the nine-year war. Uh, just FYI for the common tongue, because they got all fancy with the treaty name. Bart's activity as a commander came to a close. The giant of a man who stood more than six feet, eight inches tall. Holy shit. And back then, that was a big dude. Well, that's why Blackbeard was really, um, or, like, Terrified because he was a tall guy. That's taller than you. That's taller than Glenn. So, <clears throat> so really. Uh, all right. So it says uh, he retired to his family home in Dunkirk, where in 1702, at the age of 51, he succumbed to a, an attack of pleurisy. Paralsy? No, P-L-E-U-R-I-S-Y, if somebody wants to look that up. Okay. He died, leaving behind, wait for it, 13 children. Still waiting for the piracy here. So, he, they consider him a Corsair, and because he was in, in uh... he, the private as a privateer, his success as a privateer kind of... It's the privateer part of it. He found a that, loophole. Yeah. I wonder he, why he's badass. He There's a it, loophole. He was a, in quotes, privateer for part of this time. I feel so, cheated. You pirate. You are But a still, dude, hey. <laughs> no, he's cool. Dude was a badass. Come on. The picture is pretty cool. That looks like Captain Hook's vest. <laughs> Can I? I'm going to go show. Show it. Yeah. So, Captain Hook. From Hook with um, Robin Williams uh, and um, what's his name? Who played Hook? Dennis Hoffman. Oh. No, not Dennis. No, not um. <laughs> anyway, Dustin Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman. Hey, I got the D and H right. So that is a picture of him in the book. And if you look at the vest, it kind of looks like the. From the uh, vest from Hook, the vest from Hook, but the vest from Hook is blue and not red, but it's still the same. I wonder if that's where they got the in influence but, from. I mean, even though he wasn't like completely <coughs> piratical, this guy was he, look, 
did you know who Gene Bart was? I didn't know who he was. I guess it's we call you know, like we call John John Paul Jones really wasn't technically a pirate. Yeah. We call him a pirate because the English called him a pirate, yeah. and we Americans call him a hero. So like, I get it. If, I get it. Yeah. I'm just picking. It depending on the war you're in, you know. He's privateering for France. It depends on what piece sure, of paper you're on. I'm sure England was calling him a pirate when he was privateering for France. Where all my letters are marked? But I mean, still in the box. come on. This guy captured like over a hundred ships. You can't deny that's a badass. <laughs> I think he probably captured. Well, yes, it is a badass. But one, he, he one was able. King, to, he was able to do it legally. And One not king made him the head of the navy. The other king made him like a noble. So I mean, you have your phone there. Go look up what he died from. Nope. Huh? Go look, look up what he died from. What Jim Jim Bart died from? Pirate with sponsorship. Hell yeah! To attack of plurals. Yeah, use your phone to look it up. Did you hear? Glenn says it's pirate with sponsorship. Yes, that's what a privateer <laughs> I is. I love, I love that terminology. I am stealing that terminology. It's an excellent one. All right. So uh, what the hell did he up... die from? I mean, he, I, hopefully it's something cool. P he didn't die from being a wuss. Yeah, yeah, he got really excited when he's like, I got my pirate, and he gave me the name. I'm like, I recognize the name. I don't know anything about him. I thought, and oh, it might not be the black part. I'm thinking about what? I'm spelling. Mm, you're the English person here, not me. Internet. Mm. Oh, did we lose it again? Um, we're we're gonna go with pleurisy. Pleurisy <laughs> is an inflammation of the lining of the lungs and chest. Oh. It causes a sharp chest pain when you take a breath or cough. Ew. Pain is usually worse when you breathe. Mm. Other symptoms Which can is include important. shortness of breath, dry cough, pain in the shoulder. It's easy to treat. Nowadays. Now. <laughs> and gets better in a few days. Treatments include penicillin that didn't exist. Causes. So obviously something caused him to have this and they didn't have a treatment for it back then. Um. Anti-inflammatory medications. Didn't exist. Yeah. Uh, Be glad we got the stuff we have today. Pain, antibiotics, and Yeah, so they didn't have anything to take care of this because the antibiotics would have been the treatment. Unknowing of the time. It's kind of, uh, it's probably similar to... Uh, bronchitis. Bronchitis or what's... Um, where your lungs flu fill with fluid. Pneumonia. Pneumonia. It's Which probably similar to pneumonia. Pneumonia. Pneumonia sucks. It's like the probably the <coughs> you consider I know I don't like have early onset or pneumonia. bronchitis. I still got the stupid cough, but I don't have a full head coat now. So very yeah, okay. So or COVID. <laughs> you it's you like the, you get a pass because that was not what I meant when I said pick a pirate, but but hey, I said you get a pass. It's a cool guy. But yeah. that's not what I meant. <laughs> but well, if you're trying to find pirate like pirates that you don't know in the golden age of piracy, 
is well, that's what I'm difficult. trying. That's why I don't even bother with sticking with one. And book. I wasn't about to dig through 50 books to try and find somebody. And he's not exaggerating. Yeah. That's the hardcover. He's not even talking about the digital books that I got, which is probably another hundred something or on yeah, a thumb we drive. Got, we got lots of resources, but I ain't got lots of time. He no, he ain't got the patience. Or the patient. That's why I do the reading. I direct him where to read. If he has a book, he'll read. But he likes doing the um the visual. Like he'll I'm watch a, a lot of guy. he'll watch a lot of the YouTube channels. Um other people are talking about yeah. these pirates, which is which is cool because and I can't play a video for you guys. So no, but I it's thought he, that was cool. I it was cool. But what I was to say is that the research you do with the the YouTube videos, as well as well as what you did this week, I like it because it'd be like something I'm reading and we're watching the show. I'm like, oh yeah, I read that, and then like, oh wait, I never heard of that. Like, oh yeah. Oh wait, that does not make any sense. So that was Ballas's pick. Um, mine was um, is a pirate, labeled a pirate, said to be a pirate, and actually he was a pirate to the English. Not to the yes, I know. Careful, you're tripping on the book. Um, so I was gonna talk about John Gow. I just Gow. like to say Gow. John mm. Gow, who mm. which is interesting is you picked an English pirate, uh privateer. Well, he was born in England, yes. Yes. Um, John Gow is Scottish. Imagine that. Uh he was born in Wick, Scotland, and they actually called him the Orkney Pirate. <laughs> And the reason why I laugh with the Orkney is um, jo uh, John Carter is one of my favorite. I love that movie and the whole idea and the original books. I actually tried reading them, but uh, it was a very interesting read compared to the movies. And it's one of those movies that were just totally underrated and they could have done so well with them. But Disney sucks and just gave up. Anyway. So he was, that's the part that caught my attention is he was called the Orkney Pirate. He was born around 1698, so he would have been considered in the Golden Age Piracy, and he died in 1725. And the two books that I found him in, because he is not a popular pirate, is A Gross of Pirates by, um, actually, oh, Terry Breverton? Breverton. Breverton. So it's from Alfie the Shield Mating to F. in the Big Mouth. Uh -huh. It's basically a glossary of pirates. So I knew he would be in here. And I think this is actually the book I went to when I was looking for a pirate to talk about. Um, so that's this is where they called him the Orkney Pirate. And Daniel Defoe, who we have talked about on the show before... Um, with Al Alexander Selkirk and that whole mm -hmm. uh, item is actually the one who wrote a pamphlet. Because remember back then when these guys wrote Dude, stories, in this book too. Hey, he would be in, he would be in that because Daniel Defoe is um, Daniel Defoe was one of those guys who was around mutinies, which is the irony of mm. what. Just happened to be there. He huh? just happened to be there for all these mutinies, but really didn't partake. He was just following the leader, yeah. following the leader, the leader, the leader. I didn't following the leader wherever he might go. Yeah. He's the I didn't inhale part. I didn't inhale part. <laughs> and then the other book that he is in that I found him is Under the Black Flag by David Cordenley, who is another 
really good book. Uh, Pirate Republic and this one are probably one of my two favorite books from reading about piracy. David Cordenly has got a bunch of books. I haven't finished reading his one about um, yeah, you see this the Pirate Hunter. Oh, pirate too. Ah, who went down to deal with Nassau? Woods Rogers. Oh, Woods yeah. Rogers. So he also did a book on Woods Rogers. So, but just like the beginning of his story and Alexander Selkirk, John Gow, seafaring family did the whole thing, was merchant, joined military, you know, was uh, brought into the military and all that young captain. And then on the ship that he was on, um, basically the captain really pissed everybody off. Um, and he was mutiny upon. Uh, they were not being fed appropriate. Shocker. So was he the captain at the time? He or? was not a captain. He was just so one he, of the men on he was board. Part of the crew. But he was part of the crew. But he was a very respected person in the crew. He was a very well-enabled seaman. He was very knowledgeable. Had the respect for his peers. So people, the the crew came to him. And the captain was screwing up, kind of like um, when we were talking about, um, who were we talking about recently? William Kidd. And we were talking about the one Commodore who couldn't find his way, lost way, Nelson or something like that. Kind of the same idea with this captain. He didn't know his head from his ass in directions. Wasn't a good navigator. Was not a good navigator. And that's what you need to be, to be on the sea. So... Um, so while the captain was talking to a merchant, some of the people on board were basically, while they were doing their chores, being snarky about, you know, man's got to eat to do his chores and all that. And it pissed the captain off um, to the point where he wanted to take care of the troublemakers and deal something with them. But he was also concerned that they would take the, the they would mutiny. So... He told his first mate, he's like, all right, let's get all the small arms and lock them in my cabin. And apparently John Gow was one of the ones that the captain trusted. So he's like, I want you to do this. So we told John Gow to help the first mate to bring all the weapons into the cabin. And in the process of doing that, um, John basically, uh, they had a small contingent of people who were agreeance on this is the mutiny of the captain so they kind of played that they were going to put them into the captain's quarters mm -hmm. and didn't and basically um so he was kind of like a quartermaster kind he guy. wasn't he he wasn't but he wasn't a quartermaster this is still a private this what do is you mean a merchant he wasn't technically ship. the quartermaster but kind of had that the feel position. of him he had the feel of that position with yeah. the crew so he, um, so while they were taking care of the loyalists to the captain, one of them escaped, uh, ran up deck, like they, they were killing these guys. They were slitting their throats. So one escaped, ran up the deck, alerted the captain, and of course they overthrew the captain. And the next day they were like, all right, those of you who weren't a part of this original mutiny, you're either with us or you can go aboard with them. Of course, everybody stayed with them. So then he became captain <laughs> and they renamed. And this is uh, the part that kills me. To with me. You're without, without me. With, with me, me. Without me. me. 
<laughs> so when you know what movie that's from, tell us in the you, comments. You know exactly what I'm saying. So the next morning, the rest of the crew were given the option of joining the mutineers, and all agreed. Gal was elected captain. James Williams was his first mate. James Williams also Dang. his nickname was uh, um, so, merciless and cruel and exorable wretch. So they really like this guy. Yeah. So they, they immediately took him from like whatever he was, kind of a quartermaster position, and yeah, elected that. At yep. His, Captain. Uh, so they turn around and set to change the George because the ship was called the George at the time, and of course renamed it to the Revenge. Because you know pirates are so original with the names Revenge. So good at naming things. So good at naming things. Um, essentially, that was the beginning of his piracy career, and uh, I think. Maybe further episodes, he would be a good one for us to dig into because he had yeah. a really good career of piracy Sounds and mutiny. Like and instead of going to the Caribbean, he wanted to stay on uh, the Caribbean. <laughs> instead of going to the warm place, he wanted to go back to Scotland. He wanted to pirate off of Scotland. Really? Yeah, he wanted to go and pirate off Scotland. That's so, probably not a lucrative no and it's endeavor. not really a big thing that everybody was interested not about a lucrative endeavor so fast forward to when he does get captured because he does get captured he tries to play off like he's a merchant and he's wooing said strumpet um obviously it didn't work and he wanted a quick death when obviously he was tried convicted and he was going to be hanged at the gallows so but he wanted a quick death Mm-hmm. And this like goes along with our pirates need death uh, episode we did mm-hmm. last was it last week uh, or the week before the week before uh, he wanted a quick death he basically is like I don't want to I don't want to suffer when I hang I just want to die you know choke really quickly blackout whatever so when they hanged him a couple of his followers who were not, I don't know if they were on trial with them or they just were people who adored him or whatever. So when they dropped, dropped him and he was hanging there, they came and they basically each grabbed the leg ankles. and ranked on his ankles <laughs> so hard. They broke the rope. <laughs> Did he end up dying? He ended up climbing back up and getting rehung. He climbed back up and got rehung. So like when we joke about William Kidd, yes. I mean he had a death. He, he seriously had funny. a death wish. I don't. I don't understand. Um, like I said, there's probably so much more uh, that we haven't even gotten into with this guy. That He's got, is hilarious. But that's the part I was like, really? It's just like our power between death with talking about that. Wait, now back this up a little bit. They use some. They have to use some like serious rope to hang people. Right? I don't know. Like, but every how do you time... yank on somebody's ankles and break the rope? William Kidd's rope broke. Well, I'm <laughs> I'm just wondering if it wasn't the rope that broke, it was the gallows. Like something broke on the gallows. They said I'm just the rope. Saying. I know, but it, it, it just sounds ridiculous. That the record the says the record says the rope broke. The record said William Kidd's rope broke. Yeah. So, and Kidd was hung in 17, what do you say, 1701. This is 1725, so 24 years between. They probably didn't make rope like they make rope now. 
I don't think we make rope now like they make it used to. Yeah. It's not all it's not all that synthetic shit. Well Well, you gotta think about how wet it is over there. And mold. They had to have made it out of hemp. Hemp isn't weak. I'm just saying. I mean they it is it is by the river times. It always rains. It is very moist. It is England. It is England. It is very moist. It's so moist, moist in England. That was my pirate in the quick ellipse version of it. Your your um, you know, when you used to go to school and you get to like, I have to read this book. Let me get by the synopsis to know what it was so I can do quick, a book report. Quick ellipse. The quick ellipse. Um, I think I uh, from guess they didn't use the good rope for the hangings. Why right. would you want to waste the like, good rope on those scallywags? Well, I mean, you got to make sure they die, or the rope doesn't break. Apparently, you don't because you just let them hang twice. Well, they probably had it was probably sitting out there for like ten years, hanging from the gallows. It's probably the just, same rope they tried to use on yeah. William Kidd twenty four years earlier. They're hanging like ten pirates, like at a oosh, time. Oosh, 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 oh, this is so yeah. Break. <laughs> it's like my sewing machine. After a while, I need to replace the needle from use. Right. Well, they were during that time 17, <laughs> 1725, because uh, yeah, sure Rackham was seven. Rackham was in. Yeah, but he hung in Port Royal. This is England. I'm right? just talking about time frame. You're talking about when like yeah. Rackham and all that. So it was between seventeen twenty. And 17... But they use the same rope to hang like 15 pirates. That's what I'm saying. So if you got them in Port Royal, <laughs> I don't care. Snap. The good rope is for the guests. <laughs> Bo said bad word. Moist. 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 It is a bad word. At least we don't use the other it one. It is about that time, too. It is. So um, I'm glad you guys suffered through that. Yeah. Oh, for both Thanks of us. Thanks for hanging out. We, uh, it was a different type of episode. It was a little more educational, this one. Um, I thought well, it was we, funny. I was just trying to find fun. humor out of it. Yeah. John, John Gow. I wonder if he had gout. It was really cool talking about pirates that not a whole lot of people know about. Hey, Sonny Boy. Nice lesson. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, I definitely <laughs> think we, I, I want to do a little bit more on him. And there's other yeah. pir- pirates. That we can look at, not privateers. French, English pirate. <laughs> it's all what side of the line no you're crap. on. What side no of the? What, was a <laughs> it's all about what side of the paper, the piece of paper. By the way, where are my letters of Mark? Did they get destroyed from everything from Harvest? Because they were in the Parley Eight box. Did you have to throw all the paper away that was in there? Hopefully not. That make me sad. Don't spring stuff on there like that. I'm not. So uh, a lot of our stuff got wet. Moist. Okay. A lot of stuff got moist. So anyway, next week, uh, Bahama Mama. Yes. Oh, it's not next week. Excuse me. The 30th. Yes. 7.30 Halloween episode with Bahama Mama. We do have ooh, Halloween episode Bahama Mama. We're doing Halloween episode Bahama Mama. So that is the last full episode at home. And then we... Huh? Yeah. I like it. Uh, last full episode here on set. And then, like I said, episode 100, Cedar Key, 30 minutes, uh, possibly longer, depending on how we get. But thank you guys for joining us. If you haven't subscribed, subscribe. We're almost at 150. Please let us hit that button. I, I love it. It doesn't mean a lot financially, it just makes me feel better that people like us. 
But anyway, on that note, thank you again, you guys. We love you. Check out the newsletter. Check us out next, next time. And above all else, you know the drill. Hashtag drink, drink more, more rum. rum. Good night, everybody. Be safe. Fair winds and following seas. <laughs>